Wedding Photographers, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 75. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban. Neil, what's going on? How are you doing? Good to be here. Good, man. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to 2018. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and also, we have the uh, Chatty Cathy of the Hudson Valley himself. Also, uh, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara is joining us again. Jimmy, what's up? Hey. What's up, boys? How you doing? Good. Good to have you. Thanks. Good to be back again. Good. It's 2018. It's the first episode of the new year. And, uh, yes. We, we, uh, happy New Year, boys. Yeah. Happy New Year. And uh, we're going to... And ladies. And ladies. Uh, I was talking to you guys, but and ladies, listeners, yeah, boys and girls. Neil, that was so unpolitically correct of you to say you guys. <laughs> yes. Thank you. This is wrong. Hey, you never I'm know glad you corrected things. yourself, you gotta though. Be care- you got to be careful with everything you say nowadays. You fixed it. You fixed it, man. It's okay. Um, uh, no, but, uh, but yeah, it's 2018 and we basically said that, uh, this year, uh, going into the new year, uh, like we did, I think last year at this time is when we did our critique episode. Um, was it last year at this yeah, time? It was. Okay. So, it was. so maybe this is the new tradition on the podcast. Uh, we're going to, uh, we got some images to critique from our listeners and, uh, and so that's uh, going to be the main content of the episode. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, we'll just do a kind of a quick uh, what, what's been going on as we usually do. What's been up in our photography businesses lately? So uh, let's let's do that. So Jimmy Ferrara, maybe uh, maybe let's start with you. What's uh, been going on okay. with your business? Where are you? How are things going right now? Down season. But, what do you got going on? What's up? Uh, got a lot of wedding related. Is just at this point still you know meeting couples. Uh, doing that, I got a last minute uh, meeting tonight, so I'm gonna be back here in the studio for that, which is always good. And then uh, the studio itself, you know, we do headshots here too, so I got a lot of headshots going on. Got another one after this podcast, even. And other than that, it's kind of rallying up the wedding couples, which I got to do soon for albums to be like, hey, now is the time to do this, not during the summer for me to design your album. I do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't yeah. had. We haven't had a wedding in a Neil couple and I months. Are both so nodding our heads here. Uh, yes. for our listeners, <laughs> yeah. we're both like, "Yep, know what you mean." Exactly. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, wedding-wise, um, we booked a wedding in Arizona, which is going to be in March, which is cool. Um, oh, that's, nice. It's, it's uh, low key. Someone I know who used to live here is flying us out for that. That's going to be really fun because it's all low key at his house, and um, I'm going to know some of the people there. So looking forward to that. And then uh, let's, we had a New Year's Eve party here in the studio, which was crazy, but always fun. We can't escape it. People just love having parties here. And so that's, that's, been, that's been us chilling, newlyweds, like not even a month in. All right. <laughs> and uh, Neil, what's been up with you? Uh, you know, I, I usually, usually this time of year is, is really slow, but um, had a lot of engagement shoots this past week. Um, and as everybody knows, it's, it, the whole United States is like zero degrees, um, <laughs> and and this and this is time where everybody contacted us because a lot of our couples came in from out of town, so this was the only time where we could do an engagement session for them. So there was no uh, there was no rescheduling. We just had to roll with with the weather. So um, so yeah, we had three engagement shoots out in the zero degree weather. 
Um, one, one luck we got lucky enough is to where we shot inside, but she wanted to go outside after that. So it was, it was, uh, it's, it's been cold. It's been really, really cold. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> but we um, had, uh, down here this past week was like single digits. Was it much colder up where you guys are? Oh yeah. Uh, it was zero degrees at, at certain points. So yeah, it was, it was really cold. That's brutal. No yeah. One oh man. I know. Yep. Horrible. I, I can't imagine going outside and shoot how so well, how long, well, well, I mean, they're about two hour sessions. Um, oh so some of them, you know, some of them were, uh, indoors, like I said, but, uh, but we all, we went outdoors from all of them. Um, so we shot outdoors for maybe an hour. Uh, the, the one that was completely outdoors, uh, we just went in the car, warmed up, went back out, left the camera gear in the trunk. So it, it didn't, you know, um, fog up, get the, uh, the fog up, yeah, and uh, you know, just just roll with it and do it, you know, suck it up. Right. Yeah. Technically speaking, <laughs> you're wearing gloves when you're shooting outside like that. I do. I, I have those fingerless gloves, okay. um, and then and then there's like a little piece that that you can kind of bring, you know, pull over mm-hmm. and cover your fingers when you're not shooting, so you still have uh, controls with your fingers. But uh, but yeah, it's that's a good idea because I got a shoot coming up on a mountain. <laughs> a proposal shoot, so it's gonna be quick, but we gotta hike up like ten minutes to get there. And, uh, so, and then, um, so is this a populated place as to where you can kind of hide or uh, hide amongst n- the crowd? Or no, it's just gonna be the three of us most likely. I gotta, we'll figure out the logistics. Usually, I tell couples, um, hey, you know, I'm working here for this establishment, for the building, or for the for local brochure, or whatever. I need a couple in the distance, and I usually I'll do that same spiel. And if I'm there before them, fine. If I'm there after them, fine. I'll be like, oh, perfect. I got a couple here. Hi, I'm Jimmy. And I introduce myself, pretending I don't know the groom. Ah, uh, okay. Go from there. So it works. But I, I, hopefully, I'm hoping for a really cold weather so that they move it to the house itself, uh, mm-hmm. not uh, out on, the, on top of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but I, was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, what do I, you know, I have gloves, but they're not that great. But they're, they're good because they're thin and I can grab the camera and the lens. But, they, they're not that good where I, I can't, like, it's hard to do adjustments. Maybe I'll get a pair of those. There, there's, um, I used to have the fingerless ones, too. Um, and But w- when I was outside, because we're in Buffalo, I ended, I ended up getting too cold a lot of the time. But it, actually, what I didn't have, though, is where you can pull it over. So maybe that's the other alternative. But so I yeah. went from, like, this fingerless glove, which actually I just, like, cut them off, like, with scissors, like, from a regular pair of gloves. But then I got this other like lighter pair of gloves um, this past year that's like light enough that's the right material where um, and they're kind of like a little bit slightly oversized where I can kind of control my camera um, through the gloves um, and it's actually not a problem. They're like the the right light kind of meshy things that are keep my fingers warm enough, but that I can still control the camera. I don't. It's really weird. I never really expected that to happen, but. Um, but it just worked out that I think my mother gave me a pair of gloves or something like that. And like, oh, wow. hey, All these right. are perfect because I can control the camera through the gloves and still have it around my fingers. But and uh, I put those uh, to use, too, because I had uh, even because New Year's Eve um, here in Buffalo, I had a wedding that day and the temperatures just kept going down and down and down. It was like turning out to be zero degrees and everything was planned outdoors. And they were a couple from. Uh, that are from Buffalo, but like live down in Florida and like haven't been up here in years. And then they're coming up from the Florida sun, you know, like back up to Buffalo where it's zero degrees on on their wedding day. And it's like, 
and I had such like I was I, had, I was talking to my assistant that day. I was like, it. I had such little time with like the groom. Like when like we would get outside and like Neil, you're saying like you play that game where you get outside, take a shot, come back inside, they warm up. I had mm-hmm. such little time, and and usually I try and push people and help people out to stay a little bit, but it was so cold that I had. It was like the culmination of everything I've learned as a photographer over the last however many years of my life. Like I, then they wanted to go to these different spots around the city. You know how you get those couples; they want all these different highlights of different things around the city. So like we mm. would go, I would like I would get outside, I would set it up. They would come outside, I would have literally like ten seconds to like make magic happen, and they would then they would like go right back in the limo, and it was like that's it. Like I had no time to like work the yeah. shot, and I was like, I was. I could have never done that years ago. Like it would have been, it would have been terrible. Like if I was in that mm-hmm. situation, f- you know, four, five years ago or something like that. But, but as you kind of like learn your what to do in those situations, I feel like it was like I was on like like a like a speed dating kind of thing or something like that. I was like, okay, here's here's everything I've learned over the last seven years. Now set it up, <laughs> go do it. All right, back to the limo. Next shot. Set it up, go do it. And I was uh, I was I was happy with myself. I was like, dude, I've learned a lot over the years. I could have never done this before, however many years ago, you know. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, that's, and, and basically, uh, the only other thing that I got going on right now is, well, I'm, I'm caught up. I've got a couple weddings more to edit and then I'm done. Uh, uh, it's going to be amazing. But my big thing is I sent Neil, Neil, I sent you an image the other day. I sent you, I sent you a text. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, and someone made a year end purchase. Yeah. The year end purchase got to me, did me in, uh, what'd you get? (laughs) I, I ended up picking up that a seven R three. And oh, man. Nice. a couple lenses. Uh, I got the 3514 and the 85 um, Zeiss 18. Um, and dude, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I don't like to be about gear and stuff like that. Um, but I will say, like, my problems that I had with the Fuji, the, the full frame and the autofocus are solved with the Sony. You know, like, it is just, it's, it's a beautiful camera. The, uh, dynamic range is like, like even better than the D seven fifties. Um, it's it's a beautiful camera. I don't want to be, I want to hold tight. The only thing I want to hold tight of because I haven't had real world experience with it yet is saying that the autofocus is like better. I I feel like it's at least on par in my um you know shooting the dog around the house in low light situations and like you know like like putting putting the lights down and like all right i'm going to shoot this like as reception and run around the house to try these different autofocus modes and it and it's like super impressive but i would say that it's like on par with my D750 i don't know that it's better yet cuz i haven't had enough real world experience but that's my general impression of it so far that's um, awesome very very and you have the whole the whole frame is like uh focus points right Yes, edge to edge, edge to edge focus points everywhere you go. Um, That's awesome, and yeah. it's and you can control like the size of the focus point for, to basically being as small as it would be on a DSLR to to wider. The continuous autofocus is like really really impressive, like where it follows faces in ways that I am shocked with. You know, like in low light situations, I, but it's just I just want real world experience with it. Um, you know, like at a reception before I can give it my full blessing. You know what I mean? Like, right. like just because I, I want to be careful with how I think about it. You know, I, until I actually have it in a real world situation like that, like at a, at a low light reception. But from what I'm seeing, and like right now, it's like holy crap, man! Like this is this is what I wanted it to be on a professional level. It feels like um, it feels like a real machine in your hand too. It's not like um, 
it, it doesn't feel like a mirrorless. It actually, and I guess maybe because that 35.14 I got is like a big kind of honker of a lens for a mirrorless lens. Um, but it just, uh, it's a beautiful camera. Very excited about it, but I don't want to get overexcited about it. It's still just another camera. It's another tool, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So we'll does see that, where it goes. Does your do your young, young Nuo flashes work with it? Yes. Everything works with it. The SD, really? The SD cards, um, you know, that I've have been using with the D750s pop right in. They work great. The the young now flashes, I just throw it on. Everything's manual like it's always been with me. Um, they just pop right on. They work perfectly just like they always did. Um, and then, you know, you got the 8,000 shutter speed on the thing and the silent mm-hmm. shooting and uh, using the LCD on, like, on the back. It's just uh, it's pretty much what I was hoping that it would be. So um i'm excited Are you using about the viewfinder at all for that uh what you mean like like the viewfinder viewfinder yeah oh yeah yep. yeah i still even when i was like with the fuji you shooting the mirrorless i would still use the viewfinder most of the time um mm. but i would you know when you need it and it's an option it's great that you don't lose anything like you know going into like a live view shooting situation it's like it works just as fast as it normally would but i would say when i was shooting the fuji i would be like 80 percent in the viewfinder 20 percent maybe even less than 20 percent maybe 15 10 percent on the back of the screen just because it does look goofy too you know um i don't know it just looks goofy kind of shooting off the back of your camera like that but i guess maybe yeah. that's uh <laughs> it's not a real professional yeah, I hear you. even yeah. even with my little leica which the the, the leica deluxe 109 i talk about that little viewfinder is not very good at all but it does the job as far as looking through an image and connecting yourself with the camera but even with that, I'm most of the time through the viewfinder as bad as that viewfinder is. Mm-hmm. So uh, just because I, I, I can't – it's – like you said, it's it's kind of like a professional level. Yeah. Holding it up, oh, take a picture. You yeah, know. dude. Do you, so my my buddy out in Rochester, he just got he just got a Leica, like one of the most – like the five grand Leica. I don't pay attention to Leica because I just don't. But um, <laughs> but he got like this this whatever the latest Leica is, whatever, you know? And he's like – Like a few? I think I think the Leica Q, yep, and it's okay. like a five grand camera, and he got a couple yep. lenses or whatever. And he's like, he's so funny, man, because I'm like, dude, you realize you're paying for the red dot, right? You know, literally, you are paying for the red dot. And he's like, yes, he he like fully admits it. He's like, I really bought this camera because it's almost like more like a piece of jewelry to me. Like he straight up like says that to me. He's like, yeah, it's kind of like a piece of jewelry. Uh, the image quality isn't even as good as like most modern cameras, but I like the <laughs> presets and it's like, it's like so weird to me. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the like a world like at all. Like I don't, I, I don't get I it. Know. So I, tell I'm me as somebody, well, it sounds like you are, if you own a Leica. So, uh, I am. Okay, so I am, please I am, help I am. me explain the Leica mentality. Why, why do people want to buy a Leica? Okay. Being a newcomer to the Leica world, um, first of all, the glass is phenomenal. And there's this thing called Leica magic, which happens when there's lens flare. And there's photographers out there who have just one Leica body, whether it's film or digital, and one lens for when they're shooting towards the sun. And, it, and they, they've seen other cameras, other lenses, and then that, the Leica. And what it does is unlike anything else as far as the color of the flare, what the flare does the clarity so it's about uh, so it's about the red flare i was it's about, it about the red dot and the flare. lens flare okay so i i thought it was but, just the red dot but now it's about the lens flare too got it okay it's, it's, i think it mostly started with the flare and then uh well image quality of course but th- there's great glass everywhere you go but i think it's mostly what you said as far as the the status it's jewelry of having a leica yep. it does the cameras do feel really good and if you're holding something in your hand all day long 
like you said, you might really like the way the Sony feels more so over than a, uh, the Nikon. It's just a, it's, when you pick it up, you're like, yeah, this feels great. Like, it's like driving a car. <laughs> the car. Any car will get you from A to B, but you get in like a really nice Mercedes or a nice BMW or anything like sporty that's really awesome to drive. You're like, this is awesome. I, I can't. I don't want to leave this car. Mm-hmm. Not much difference, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's actually a good analogy. I can, yeah. I but can as far that. as Julie's concerned, yeah, I get, I can, I can, I can relate to that. Okay, yeah. all right. At least, at least, at least he was but, willing to admit it, you know. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I like, at least I, he was willing to admit it. The Rolex of cameras. Yep. All right. Um, so, uh, listeners, please do remember we have a, an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-wedding weekly. Wait, a bi-wedding uh. weekly. Uh, whoa, whoa, what's hey. happening over here? Whoa, hey. Uh, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. The show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Very important. Very important. If you get things out of this, this podcast, especially like the critique stuff that's about to come up, leave us a review in iTunes. It, w- it, would, be, it would mean a lot to us. Leave us stars. Stars are good. Reviews with words are better. Uh, and uh, and help us help you by sending in questions to info at wedding or connect with us on our Facebook group. We'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. All right. So, All right. guys, today we are going to uh, critique some listener images. Uh, I'm almost sure that we're going to split this up into two episodes, um, just like we did last year because we have about the same amount of images to get through. Okay. And... Uh, generally, I think uh, what we talked about is we'll each kind of rotate who starts on critiquing each image, and then we'll kind of go through and give other thoughts from there. And uh, But before we do that, uh, if we want to get into maybe like a five-minute conversation or so, just about uh, how we approach or how we're going to approach critiquing the images, how we think listeners can learn... Um, you know, and the way that we talk about images and what we might be looking for and what level, you know, like how we can get people from step A to step B, or if we look at a particular, you know, photographer's work, how they can get from level C to level D, you know, um, mm-hmm. who wants to start that conversation? Then we'll just kind of, you know, take, talk about it for about five minutes, how we're going to approach the critique, and then we can kind of um, go from there. Well, you got you. One of you guys go because this is my first time. On, on okay. This. Um. Okay. The, the first the first thing I actually look for when I look when I look at an image is I does it have strong visual impact? Uh, does it want to keep me looking at the image for a long period of time? Does it want to make my eye wander around the image? Does is my eyes going towards the most important part of the image? Um. And then and then after that, I look at um. How creative it is? Um, is it is it really creative? Is it out, out of out of the box thinking? Um, and then I'm I'm a big storyteller kind of person. Um, is this is this per, is this image telling a story? Um, can this image uh, tell the entire day in one image? Um, and you know, is is it emotionally speaking to me? Then then I look for how hard this image was to create. Um, so like degree of difficulty, you know, did, did you just place people you know, in front of a, in front of a wall and, and you didn't light them? Um, or did you actually bring out the lights as to where I can't really tell what you did to light the scene? Um, that's, that's kind of like how, how I, uh, how I look at images. And then I just kind of go into, you know, post-production lighting composition, 
um, kind of kind of like the the basics of of taking a photograph. Um, so that's kind of like how I uh, how I judge judge pictures. So, um, and yeah, what about you guys? I agree hundred percent on what you said. Uh, I don't think there's a need to go over the the twelve points that you know that at least PPA goes over that that talks about like a, a what makes a print what they look for, what the judges look for, and what something is merited at that level. But uh, impact to me is, is, uh, is first off is number one. And then there's, there's you know, directional light, um, the overall mood, of course, exposure. Technically, once you get past the technical of it all, then the emotion takes over. But yes. sometimes you get something where the emotion is everything, and you're staring at an image that tells such a story, and it might be a little blurred, motion blurred, the exposure is a little hot here and there. there. Might be some things in the frame that that you can't remove, but so what at that point? Because then well the motion mm-hmm. overrides everything. So yep. it's a it's a juggle of everything, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I want to just do like a quick little housekeeping thing, um, okay. listeners. As you're uh, following along, um, if you're interested in following along, which I think if you're listening to this episode, um, you probably want to follow along. Otherwise, uh, you're not going to be learning much as we're kind of critiquing the images. If you go to weddingphotographersunite.com and uh, look at the very top links there, there's a link that says 75 critique images. Um, There's actually the past critique episode is there as well. So if you want to go back and listen to that, that's there too. Uh, But we're looking at where this is episode 75. So this is 75 critique images. And also for everybody, um, when you're looking at each image, um, they're just numbered, um, you know, going through. And they're numbered um, by each photographer. I can pretty much, I think I pretty much remember when it switches to a new photographer, but each photographer has roughly four images or so. And uh, and the other thing is, is as we're looking at these images, guys, if you click them and double click, they'll, you can make them full screen. So you can see um, the, you know, the full resolution image. And if you click it a couple times, really, you'll get the full resolution image there as you're looking through. That's for listeners, too. So we should probably do that as we're looking at each image so we can tell um, the technical aspects of it. Um, but then, uh, um, you know, uh, but just kind of getting back to what you guys were saying just generally about critiquing. Um, I just want to mention that uh, hopefully, you know, like anybody who submitted images, it's very important that, you know, it's nobody learns anything if um, we don't give honest feedback and honest opinions on an image. So um, please realize, you know, like any kind of, any kind of critique when, you know, you submit an image for a critique um, that's, we're trying to help you grow. That's like the the biggest thing um, that, you know, we should always be doing. And I'm always interested in myself, you know, getting feedback because you could have somebody tell you that everything's awesome or, you know, you post an image on Facebook and you get a million likes and, and mm-hmm. you could think that it's the best thing in the world, but um, <laughs> nobody. But this is this is different than posting on Facebook. This is um, actually getting real, criti- you know, feedback in terms of how we can grow um, or what we could have done better. And in some situations, I think it's important to say that, you know, in a particular situation, whatever shot was happening, or what what out of the possibilities of what you could do in that provided situation. Um, you know, a lot of the questions we're asking is like, well, if I was in that situation shooting, what would I do maybe a little bit differently? Or what could we do that could maybe enhance the image or make the image better in that provided situation? And we're basically just kind of like thinking about what that particular scene might look like um, as we're looking at the image. So I, I think that's important mm-hmm. to mention. And um, but other than that, I, I agree with what you guys said. I think um, there's the technical aspects. There's the emotional aspects. And it's it's really this combination of things. Um, 
But we also do realize that a lot of our listeners are maybe amateur photographers that are trying to, to grow and, and get to that next step. So we're going to help you out on a lot of those technical aspects, too, as we're uh, as we're kind of looking through the images. So uh, anything else before we get started, guys? No, uh, nope. I, think we, I think we should mention first up what's good, what we like, and then go into a, a, a critical, you know, constructive criticism from that point. Yes, and, and that can be within each each person or in general, right? I, I, depending on how we want to do it. Um, so we'll start with the first image. Um, maybe we'll start. Um, we'll start with with Neil, um, and then uh, kind of go to Jimmy. End up with me, and then we'll kind of rotate from there on each image as we go through. If that's cool, so. So looking at this first image, guys, uh, we'll make it a little bit larger here, and then uh, Neil, yep. you can go ahead and uh, get us started. Okay, this is the image of the bride, um, the bride only. Uh, looks like the photographer found a, some beautiful window light. Um, he got a wonderful reaction out of the bride, whether whether if it was the photographer or not, or, or maybe a, a bridesmaid to get that wonderful laugh. And um, it doesn't look like a forced smile. Uh, th- this is the kind of smile that you really want. Um, when you want this kind of reaction, um, is them laughing. Um, if, if you, if you can't make them laugh, just have them just start laughing. Um, and then, and this is the kind of reaction that you're going to get. It looks so real, pure, um, and beautiful. Um, the one thing, you know, and, and, and plus the, uh, the photographer found like a, a neutral background, which wasn't, you know, there, there's nothing distracting about it other than that line through the center of the frame. Um, that's, that's one little critique about the background that I have, um, and what, what I would do is face, turn the bride away from the light. Um, it, it looks like the, if, if this was a flower shot, this would have been a beautiful shot, but it's, it's more of a portrait of the bride. So br- face the br- bride away from the light and then have her look back to the light. If that makes sense. Um, sh- her, her shoulders are a little bit too broad here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that's not really, uh, attractive. Um, so that, that's that's kind of like my my, uh, my critique on this one, but yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, portrait of a bride. Um, I I concur. <laughs> Everything you said was is right on with what I was going to say. Same thing. Uh, technically, it's a little hot. Uh, you don't want to have uh, anything. If, okay, so we we're talking in a sense of like a are, you want to make the best image you can, and b is this uh, print comp worthy in, in any competition? So in any competition. They're gonna, they're gonna say that the dress is far blown out, and so are the some of the flowers, and even her skin tone a little bit. So if that's fixable, you can bring that exposure down. You got a great image. And if this was going to be printed for yourself, forget about competition. And this was going to be on on the wall of her house, let's say, um, same thing. Let's bring that exposure down on the dress and the, and the flowers, and then maybe bring up her face a little bit, something like that. I'm hoping the maker shot in raw to have that ability. If not, then change your camera settings right now. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it, good. Good comments, Neil. Okay, um, I I agree with everything you guys said for the most part. Um, I, I think the the biggest point that I would have had about this um, is kind of what Neil mentioned about the broad shoulders. Uh, I think if we want to take uh, the pose or the look to the next level, if I was in this situation shooting, I would have I would I would turn her her body right so that. Um, she's her, so that her body is facing the the light a little bit more or you could go the opposite way too right but but the point is is that one shoulder I, and if one shoulder was closer to the camera than the other that would help um slim her down uh, a little bit like as far as like the overall look of her body goes and um you know having her stand tall within that um uh, helps too I, i'm 
the exposure, I I kind of agree, um, Jim, and kind of um, well, I I think I mostly agree to be honest for this one, but it's but it's kind of like right in the middle there. Um, you know, the, one of the things that I think that we learn as photographers as we keep going is that we should expose for the highlights um, rather than the shadows. When I was first starting, I think a lot of us exposed for the shadows, um, and as we mm-hmm. uh, maybe mature a little bit, we expose a little bit more for the highlights and let the shadows fall, and there's a little more drama in the image. Um, so that could kind of uh, take things to another level too, but it depends on the look that you're going for. Different people like different looks, and some brides like very clean looks. Uh, technically, um, you know the the image is focused well, um, and the you know the lighting the lighting is good. You're putting her in good light, so those are all positives. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and then the other thing too, if I was shooting this, I would actually bring I usually bring the bouquet down just a little bit to show a little bit more of of the the body like neil said if this was a flower shot that would be a good position for this but i think this is more about the bride so i would still leave the flowers in there but bring them down a little bit have her turn her body a little bit um exposed down a little bit and then um that would pretty much be it and then the, the other thing too is like whenever i have a bride with hair like that um that's parted on that side i don't i mean i'm curious what you guys think about this um i typically tend to shoot from the other side because i want to see more this isn't so bad in this case because you can at least see her face but i can't mm-hmm. stand when the hair like comes comes right across the oh, bride's man. face and so i typically like tend to like swap everything so i would i would shoot from the other side of this hotel room i'm assuming that it is and so i can get her reaction and see a little bit more of her reaction and and kind of do what we were just talking about with the rest Does, do you guys agree with that or what do you guys think about the hair? I just, yeah. back up I, well, I, I like <laughs> Well, well, not only that, so does the bride. She wants, she's got that detail going on there, and she's gonna want that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always ask, you know, what do you have a good side, bad side? And she, and they always say, I want this side because mm-hmm. of of that hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, gosh, it's just, sometimes I don't want to or don't like to do it to do that, but. Um, you got to think about the client sometimes too. Yeah. I, I agree, Andy, but um, it, you know, it, it all depends on the person really too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I was shooting this in this situation, I would still shoot it this way because I can at least see her face. But if there was any kind of hair like cutting across an eye, usually, unless it's like I'm going for something artful or something like that, and I know she wants to see that because she's got that beautiful hair piece in there. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on the situation. But uh, yeah, but yeah. but that is a that is a valid point, and it, it, we have to think about things from the client perspective too. Okay, I don't know if there's much more to say. Does anybody else have anything else to say about this image? Um, it's you know I want to. It's it's a clean image. It's a nice image, um, you know, and uh, it's 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 a it's a good image. I don't I don't know if it's something that you would submit to a print competition, like um, you know. It's but it's a nice image that you get throughout the day of the of the bride's prep, and and we just mentioned a couple of things. You could maybe take it to the next level depending on what you're looking to get out of it. No, but uh, I definitely, I definitely agree. But I think it would look darn nice in an album, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so let's uh, we'll go to the next uh, image, which is image number two. And uh, Jim, you can go ahead and start with this one. Uh, okay, sure. Image number two is the just to recap: the couple looks like the same bride. It, they're next to a little bridge. They're off to the right side of the frame, just to make sure. Uh, I like. Here's what I like about this shot. Um, I like the this, the natural organic feel that it is. It doesn't look like they were too posed. I like the camera height, and I really like the camera position because his body's not breaking that bridge at all. Uh, she's not 
there's nothing coming out of her head or his head in the background. They're dead center in between those two trees. Nice rule of thirds going on here. Really, really nice composition. Um, if I were to make any comment about it, uh, anytime that you got a straight arm that's just dangling down, mm-hmm. uh, it's typically not the ideal position. Throw that hand in his pocket, and all he, it, that's all it would have been, and that, that's something there. Um, bouquet at this point, personally, I think it gets in the way which in, with the couple when they want to grab each other, do something with a hand on the face, or do something with hands. At this point, once I get a couple shots of the bouquet, I get the bouquet out of there because then it could, they can be themselves. That's just something that would add another element to um, this portrait. But otherwise, it's a, it's a good shot. I, it, I like it a lot. If we're giving, giving scores, I don't know where it'd be, but it's good. Yeah, uh, Jim, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I, I I like the rule of thirds. Um, I'm always I'm a big rule of thirds guy myself. Um, but it, you know, it depends on the shot and what you're looking to do. But I I like the rule of thirds. This is if I was shooting the shot, this is about where I would place them. I would back up just a little bit um, from where this photographer was shooting because I want to see a little bit more of the scene. In in this case, where I think it would just kind of um, um, I don't know. I just, I, if I was shooting this, I would take a step back or, and just kind of get a different look or, or shoot in too. you know, it depends on the look you're going for, but, uh, the, the hand in particular, yes, I think that's a, that's a good rule. Whenever you see a straight arm, like you should have a little bit of bend to it, hand in pocket, some, or, you know, um, connecting hands with her can kind of add, add a little bit of a bend. I don't know if I like his leg, his right leg in front of her dress and his left leg behind the dress. That seems a little awkward to me. Um, if I was um, shooting this, I would make a decision one way or the other, um, put his right leg behind the dress or in front, but standing on top of it looks a little awkward to me. Um, the other thing is with her train going to the left, the other option would be, and to help him st- be standing a little bit more natural, if you, I guess here's what I would do if I was shooting this. I would have the train going back, you know, behind her rather than in front. I would, and then I would back up a little bit, show a little bit more of the scene, bend his arm a little bit, and then um, bring the bouquet down or out, as Jim mentioned. Um, and then I think that could um, maybe uh, get some different um, looks that look a little bit more natural for them. I like, I like their, their obviously their their expression is really nice. Um, I love her expression. His expression is great. Um, but I um I get really nitpicky with like different like where the where's the groom looking and why, and um I usually like if it's a shot like that I like the groom kind of like looking more more up I, this wouldn't be I, depending on what you had to choose from as you were editing the series um um it I guess I guess I'm really getting really nitpicky about that but um I I typically like when when he's like looking up or looking at her and there's a little bit more connection one way or the other, but looking off to the ground um, is a little bit less um, impactful for me um, as I'm looking at the couple there. But, um, but that's, that's pretty much what I would um, do to take it to the next level. If I was shooting this Um, and then just like the editing, I think is very nice. It's clean, but I think you could stylize the image a little bit more one way or the other, whether you're going for a high contrast look or more of a film look, um, I would in editing maybe stylize it just a little bit more to take it to the next level. Um, but those are uh, some of my thoughts on this one. But nice image, uh, yep. Neil. Yeah, the uh, 
you know the um, I like the expression so much that I wish there was it was a lot closer. I wish I wish it didn't really have this whole scene here. It looks like it's a posed shot, but if there was a moment of a first listening, I would I would have preferred the photographer be like up close and personal, getting that reaction. I want to see more of that connection because everything else in the scene is taking away from that. Um, you know the the way the groom is straddling her dress, uh, his his arms. Is, there's just no connection there. There's a big disconnection, but yet their their expressions is is what I'm focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, but now looking at this whole scene, I wish there was a little bit more, a little bit more headroom. Like you said, back up just a little bit more. I kind of want to see a little bit more scene, a little bit more headroom. Um, I, I think there's a, with a whole scene like this, I just think that there's we could use a little bit more space between the, the top of their heads and, and top of the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, you know I would have him behind her and with his with that hand right on her hip and then they would be they would bring them a little bit closer together and and their their faces would fit like almost like puzzle pieces mm-hmm. um, the the lighting is beautiful post-production is beautiful um, I love that bouquet um, bokeh um, but yeah the, like I, I it, you know this almost feels like it's a second shooter photo mm-hmm. um, that the main like and the reason why I'm saying that is because the main photographer should have been up close shoot it, shooting that that reaction. Uh, this, this just feels like a second shooter kind of shot to me. Um, but overall, it's it's a beautiful image, though. It's a wonderful, wonderful um, expressions. Yeah, I, I kind of um, – on, on second thought, Neil, I kind of uh, tend to agree with you more now. Rather than backing up a little bit, I think what – works about this photo i don't like the bridge you know like the bridge is like kind of like i I, yeah. hate, I don't like man-made elements in nature scenes and you can tell that the bridge unless, is a little too like man-made 500 year old bridge exactly <laughs> unless it was man-made a long time ago you know but yeah. but that was made in the early 2000s maybe <laughs> you know? so like so like anytime i see a bridge like that it kind of like i would it's not a strong element to me i would rather take it out than leave it in um unless it was like totally blurred out but like so like I on second thought I would what matters most about this image is their expression. That's everything else like the bottom of the image, the bridge, even the left side of the image um is not as impactful. And so I Right. Yeah, I, it it can all, we can lose it all. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it would be a stronger image if it was if it was zoomed in closer to them with their expression and then a little more headroom too. Uh, yep. I agree with yep. that too. Yep. Um so and and now I just want to pull back for just one second and say just as a reminder, what I mentioned before we started the critique, it's very easy to look at an image and critique it later after the fact. But you could, I could take this with any one of my images that I've shot, and I could critique my image in the exact same way and basically say, oh, I wish I could have or I would have done differently. So please keep that in mind Like as we're critiquing images. It's like I do this to my own work. I look at my own work and I say, oh, man, if I, if I was doing that, I, I could have done this or I would have done this or this would have been a better image if I had done this. And so I'm, we're just kind of, in my opinion, like when I give these opinions, I'm just kind of talking out loud for like what I would suggest to my own work if I was, if I was looking at my own stuff. And I mm-hmm. hope that makes sense, right? Yep. Um, okay, uh, so we will... Uh, go on to the next image unless anybody has anything else on that one no no okay so we're uh, going on to image three this is the same couple um and 
gosh, you, you know, looking at this, like, like pretty much everything that we said in the previous image, it's, it gets better. You yeah. know, it's, it's it, like everything that we just critiqued, it, it, it just gets, be- <laughs> it just gets better. Yeah. Matter of fact, um, it's, you know what I mean? It's, we, the same thing happened last year when we were doing the critique last year. Remember we would like give comments and critiques on an image and then the next up image would be by the same photographer. And it's like, they were listening yeah. to us and they fixed a lot of the things we were talking know, about. Exactly. So, but, so. Put, <laughs> put him behind her and and look at that expression yeah that's actually exactly what neil said he's like put them behind <laughs> and on the fa- pieces will fit together like puzzle pieces yeah. and and then shoot a little bit tighter and we, he, the photographer fixed a lot of the things he was listening so or, yeah. or she i don't and, know and, and then yeah. he submitted the photo right away and and yeah and here it is um yep. and by the way we're not mentioning like who the photographers are um just because it's more about the images and you know and all that so um okay so now great uh, as far as like his expression goes, this is kind of what I was talking about in that last image. I want to see him connect a little bit more. I love his smile, love his look. Um, I love him behind her like that. Um, kind of like what Neil was even saying here. Um, here are my things that I think that if I was shooting this, I would do a little bit differently that I think would work a little bit nicer. So, um, kind of like what we were mentioned about with the bride before, like earlier on that first image, um, again, she's kind of like she's kind of broad shouldered to the camera. That's one thing. Um, and so if you brought her left shoulder into the camera just a little bit and had her connect and turn her body her upper body towards him just a little bit, that would help. And also it, lo- it looks like she's kind of leaning back like away from the camera, which isn't necessarily an attractive um, as an attractive as it can be. Look for her. It's not it's not bad, but it but she it would look even nicer if she if she didn't have that like kind of like lean back kind of look. So when I'm shooting this kind of shot, what I typically do in the situation, um, and I'm seeing that is, um, I kind of I tell them I say I know it feels wrong, guys, but it, but it's right. Lean into the camera just a little bit, and not much, just like the smallest little bit. If they lean into the camera just a little bit, it um, it kind of helps uh, bring their faces faces closer to the lens rather than their hips. You know what I mean? So if their if their faces are closer to the lens, to the lens, just like just like a little bit, then then because that's again what matters in this image. It's it's their their faces, their expression. It's not their lower bodies, which I want to say something about hands in a second. Um, but it's more about uh, their connection and them. So I feel like leaning them in just a little bit. And I say my exact line to my couples is, it feels wrong, but it's right. Lean into the camera just a little bit. And then then I'm going to like the, the positioning of the pose of this image just a little bit better. And then also, um, like Neil was saying, I, would, I sometimes say like bring foreheads closer together. And then, I, although I love both of their expressions, uh, um, I feel like we could have more of that puzzle piece look that Neil was talking about in that other image um, if, if when I have foreheads together a little bit more. So lean them in, foreheads together a little bit more. And then the only other thing um, that I personally um, would do is um, the hands, when hands are hands on top of hands, um, things look a little um, weird sometimes. So I kind of um, play with you know where where their hands are or at least I'll only have like one set of hands on top of hands not two um, sometimes but I don't you know that sometimes is one of my weaker areas to be honest because because often when I'm posing a couple it ends up being something like this and then I end up like I'm doing right now what can I do differently um, so I'm kind of thinking about that but I don't know exactly what to do yet sometimes I'll put his hand in his pocket right hand in pocket um, maybe I'll put a hand on a hip with a girl 
Um, I'm wondering what you guys, other solutions you guys might have, if you have the same thoughts, what you would do with hands in this one. But those are some of my thoughts on, on initial look at this one. So who would be next? And I think Neil is next. Is that the rotation? Uh, I'll, you know, I'll just jump in here and, and just kind of add what you were saying about the hands. I, I really like the hands. It looks really natural. Sometimes when people kind of have their, their, the, the hands, I, I just want to see what they do naturally. Mm-hmm. And this looks really natural. Uh, it, it doesn't look posed or anything. Um, of, of course he put his hands there. I mean, of course it's, this is a pose, but it just looks very natural. Just the way those hands are. Um, and, and I, and I, I hope the photographer said, okay, don't move your hands and I'm going to come in for a close up because that, that looks, if the photographer went in for a close up, this would be a really great ring shot right here because you see both of their rings. Um, just mm. a beautiful connection right there. Um, the, the hands are really speaking to me in this image. Um, and it looks like the photographer got better. Um, as the shoot went on, um, it, it, the, you know, uh, in the in the photographer's mind, he was, he was he or she was listening to the feedback and you know, it got better. Um, but I, I the one thing um, that kind of is I, I wish I wish it was cropped in just a little bit. Just get rid of that post on the left hand side. Um, I, I don't how I, don't, I really don't. I'm not really feeling that um, or just. Or if we saw more of it, um, so it made like a frame within a frame kind of thing, mm. if that makes sense. Um, but the, other than that, you know, and and I almost see how he's looking down at her. I wish she was looking down as well. You know, it looks like like she she's look looking right into like at his nose. Uh, her her eyes are lined up perfectly with his nose. Um, so that, that I I just wish she was just kind of looking down towards his mouth a little bit. Um, other than that, I, I think it's a great image. Really do. Yeah, I would think, Neil, I was just going to say the same thing about the eyes. It doesn't look like their eyes are connecting. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it does yeah. look like she's looking off into the distance or at his nose. But if she is looking at her his eyes, it doesn't seem it from our point of view. Um, I do like to see that. If they're looking at each other, look at each other. You know, uh, I, I don't like the one looking one way, one looking the other. That's not really – I know it's kind of cool for an album cover – but it's not really connecting a couple. Um, everything's been said. I would, I kind of would like to see, and maybe there's another image in this little series of her looking at the camera and then him looking at her. That's kind of nice when you have that kind of uh, connection or that kind of one of them connecting with the lens. And then I agree with the post on the left, either skew it or transform it. Uh, I forget which is the proper term to make it straight, but I would get rid of it. And then also, uh, which is something I'll say in the next image, but while on this one, uh, there's no reason to keep the format of the camera. You can certainly crop whatever you want. I would have cropped the top a little bit off and the bottom a little off. I would, I think, right where that little piece of orange grass is going there, right there and right below her hands. Yeah. And then, or if you back up, if you if you back up, I don't know what lens he was shooting with, but if you back up and shoot at like the at like 200, if say say this was with a 70 to 200, with it, which sure. it may have been with, but if you back up and crop in because I, because I would get rid of that post too, or the low post. I, so what I like about it is I like the framing because they're framed in the middle and why not, you know, and the, and the, and the lights in the background, the, the blur on the bokeh and the lights is cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you back up and then, then you can lose the ground where the post intersects with the ground, straighten it yeah, out mm-hmm. and you could still keep yeah. the frames. Okay. Anything what I'm saying is there's no, there's no rules here, in a sense, as far as frame. You can make it square. You can make it eight by ten. Whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would, I would. That's the only thing I think. Just 
I don't mind the headroom. I just think there's a little bit too much below the her hands, including the dress. But mm-hmm. uh, you guys said what I was gonna say too, so we're on this. We're all on the same page here. Okay. Cool. cool. Uh, then we're gonna go to image number uh, four, which is I think the last one by this photographer. Uh, same couple, and um, Jimmy, you're gonna start off with this one. Oh, okay, good. Um, like I said before, the, the position's nice. You can what. Neil said earlier, as far as the setup, the you know what's involved in taking the photo, you can clearly see that if there's not light that the photographer added, uh, then there's there then they put them in good light. That's yeah. just like edge edge, right? Um, but first off, right off the bat, this to me this says square. I would immediately crop off that tiny piece of post on the left, but keep the inner one in the background. And then get that that light is so distracting. My eye goes right to that light. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. So let's get yeah. rid of that. Let's crop that right same symmetry to the back post to the just to the right of that uh, one, the inner one there, uh, the, the farther one on the right. And then you kind of have a square frame. It might need to be a little straightened. That's easy. Other than that, uh, it's it's really nice. It's a nice uh, thought out photo. Nice placement. Sometimes when you go for Center, and I tell uh, I used to tell my assistants the same thing. I'm like, if you're going for center, uh, you have to be 100% center. You don't hang a frame on the wall a little askew. It's always going to be level. So same here. If you're going to be perpendicular or center with something, you have to be center. And just that bench in the background is not quite <laughs> where it needs to be. So I would take that out. I would just clone that sucker right out of there because uh, it's like half a bench, but there's no bench on the other side. Yeah. And you're yeah. going for symmetry here. So without that bench, without the cropping it right. And I would crop it just where that dark grass ends. And you got a nice – it might not be square at that point, but you got a really nice image here. That's the only thing. Other than that, everything else is good. Nice – great lighting. Nice – I like they're looking at each other. That's good. I like their hands. Everything about their hands is fine. I mean you can talk about hands to yeah, the cows come the, home. You know, and I don't know what's right or wrong. Yeah, You know, it, this is what – it's a beautiful image, and I agree with you about you know the framing, the the bench, especially in the background, um, lighting. This this photographer sh- is showing us that this photographer no no knows what they're doing, um, especially with the lighting. Beautiful lit scene. Uh, I, I like how the droplets are in the air, um, especially when I zoom in on this picture. I mean, um, there's droplets everywhere. It's it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, that light is just. Bam! Like uh, it, obviously, it's the brightest part of the image, so my my eyes just keep going there. Either tone it down, or just get rid of it, or crop it out. Um, any, uh, whatever you can do, just get rid of it. Uh, can I make another just, comment? Yeah, go real fast. I'm just noticing something. Photographers tell the grooms to get their phones out of their pocket because I'm seeing <laughs> that now. Yeah, that phone and, in the pocket. And, and, and you know what? Uh, other than where the light is uh, distracting, my, my eyes are going to their hands. And, you know, I like their hands in the previous image, but not in this image. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't understand what she's doing. Is she, you know, she's kind of like making a fist. Yeah, is she holding right. on to his pocket? I, I'm not really sure. It, it, it's, it's just. She's it trying just to get the phone out of his pocket. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Something. Um, and, and, and see, like, she's kind of grabbing her, his pants is to where, see where, see where like towards his butt area. Yeah. It's just kind of getting scrunched there. Um, obviously I'm nitpicking because this is a beautiful image. So I'm, I will, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of nitpicking here. So I, yeah. I apologize, yeah. but yeah, like I said, get rid of that post on, or like you said, get rid of that post on the left. 
Um, I love their expressions. It's a great way to end the night with. You got to go home feeling really good after getting this shot. So well done. Yep, I uh, I totally agree uh, with. I, I think absolutely everything that you guys said. Um, I would center this a little bit more. I would I would actually only have the back posts and not the front posts in this. Shoot in tighter. Um, get rid of the bench or put the bench in, in between the two of them so we don't see the bench or edit it out in post. Um, uh, and then the hand because and then the hands. I agree too. Like I would connect them a little bit more. Have something happen. The other thing that I would do. I think the only thing that I would do. And with them, for me, if I was shooting this and posing them, is I would open up their bodies a little bit more to the camera. So sometimes I just say, hey, guys, open your bodies up a little bit more to the camera. And shockingly, like most people know what that means when I say that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are there are things that I ask couples to do and they have no idea what the hell I'm talking about when I try to get them to rotate. I always tell them the wrong way. Whenever I say I want you guys to rotate one way or the other, I always point in the wrong direction. And it's always a disaster. But when I tell them to open their bodies up a little bit more to the camera, usually they do. And I like that look because I don't know if the if the 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 look of the girl um is exactly as attractive as it could be it's not bad i don't know maybe i maybe I, it's just something that i do that i overthink that doesn't need to be done but i i typically tend to have their bodies open up a little bit more to the camera i think it dudes up the guy a little bit more to have a little bit more of a broad shoulder uh, especially mm-hmm. for the guy um and then uh, if i w- and then the other thing if i was editing this as a uh, as a well, we all have this problem. As a follically challenged uh, gentleman myself, um, if I was editing this, I was I was trying to help you know the, the the bald spots and little little shine on the guy's head. I would edit that down, help a brother out. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> these are just little things mm-hmm. in post that I do sometimes, depending on the shot, especially if, if it's going to be something that I um, submit or use. Um, and that, yeah, those are some and, of my and uh, you know, I would also hook hook the girl up too. I, I'd push that back in just a little bit. Uh, see the see the bulge out in her back area. Mm-hmm. I would just I, I'd take the liquify tool and just kind of push that in just a little bit. Just hook her up a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. Um, and and round out her butt, her her booty area. Um, mm-hmm. girl girls are all, all about the booty, so I, I would just round that out just a little bit. Just hook her up. Uh, she, I, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Yep. And and one thing, just um, listeners, because we've talked about this before, but I always like to mention anytime we talk about liquefying or something like that is like uh, there's there are tasteful ways to do it and then there's ways to do to overdo things and have and change people and it in my opinion it's all about helping people look as good as possible on a good day so you're just kind of helping clean things up a little bit but not changing anything so i think that's all appropriate when we stay within the confines of that well said yep um okay uh so we're gonna go on to the next image here whose turn is it to start uh neil Ooh, all right. Because I love this image. Dark, moody. You only see the the outlines of of, of them. I wish um, beautiful lit image. Um, I don't know if this is uh, the first a uh, first dance or end of the night dance. Um, uh, beautiful lights in the background. Um, I, I just love the mood of it. It's it's a beautiful shot. I you know I I think this is. Uh, a, a website worthy kind of image just to show off that you got some skill in lighting. Um, uh, now I, I think they're a little bit too centered. I think, I think we can get in there, um, get in there a little bit closer. Um, get rid there's, there's a little bit too much space at the top. I'd, I'd like to get, just get rid of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I really don't have much bad to say about this. 
or much critique or much criticism to say about this image. I, I really like the mood. Um, it looks like, you know, even even though it's dark, it looks like they're having like a awkward staring contest because they are so close. I would, uh, if if you know, if this wasn't a first dance, if you if this was posed, I would have had just her just kind of bring her chin down just a little bit. Um, so like I'm all about, you know, faces fitting like puzzle pieces. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I really enjoy looking at this image. So wonderful job. I, I agree. If, if I'm next in line here, everything you said right on too much headroom, uh, is, is the only thing that initially I see that that's unfortunately bad. Great lighting, great position. I like that they're center. Personally, I think, they, again, they're going for center. They're perfectly placed between those two light posts and the two flashes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see a little more of the floor to accentuate that shadow. That, that, that's yeah, the, you know, that's yeah, the only thing. exactly. Yeah. It, it looks like so there's some some nice wood grain going on down there. Yeah. I, wish, I wish I could see just a little bit more of that. And it's something, you know, those posts look level, but there's something above that that's not level. Oh, wait a minute. I'm seeing a little breakup here or something. Hold on, people. If this is like something cloned, which I think well, it is, you know, I, you know, right I, above their heads, it looks like that that one line isn't going straight. It breaks and breaks again. And not only that, the the this is cloned. The flares, the flares, the flares exactly look the same, yes, exactly sorry. the same. Yeah. This just brings it to if you're going to do this, you have to make it seamless because let's say you enter this in competition, they will tear. It becomes obvious. Now I see. That. And I was also hey, Jim. ahead over to the hold, right. Hold on a second. Uh, just, just, hold on. Yeah. Um, the sure. internet connection just kind of cut off just a little bit there. Can you go back to okay. if you submitted this from competition? Okay. If you submitted this to competition, um, unfortunately, they would tear you up because, A, it now is a cloned image in the back of the flare is the same. And there's off to his right or, or right side of the frame is a piece of her hair. Can you see that little flare there? That little – that that's her. That's her hair. That's the edge of her hair. That's to the right of the frame. Um, just yeah. past. Yeah. yeah, I see it. So okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, you know what? G- good idea though. I think the idea is great. You yeah, gotta, definitely. This got to be yeah. clean. Yeah, this. You got to be just, careful. Very just, clean. Yeah. Yeah. Very because, clean. Exactly. Because yeah. it. Yeah. Because it is so dark, we can still see it. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely see the outline of her hair on the right hand side. Yeah. Um, and obviously the flares are, are both identical. Um, and okay, I didn't notice right away until I started talking about it, until I d- dug into it and, uh, just watch that. And even, and even if it's not for print competition, it's going for on a wall, you know, if this gets on the wall, someone might just look and go, what's with that line in the background? And what's with that little thing over here? It looks like your hair, you know, someone might pick it up and then it's just unfortunately going to make the photographer look bad, uh, in the editing process. So just take it, look at it. A good, a good old, a great old trick which still works today, is take the image, make it upside down, look at it like that, because now you're not looking at it as an image, you're looking at it as a technical piece of, of work, of art, or whatever it is, and then you might yeah. see little flaws if you look at it upside down. Yeah, well well, well said, man. That's unfortunate. But, uh, but hey, this photographer can still clean that up, though. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Yep. Um, my thoughts on this image... Um, well, I have two thoughts, and one of them is is that um, I guess I'm I'm debating which order I want to go in. Uh, so I guess the first thing is is my main thing with this is I want to see more expression, um, or I want to see more energy, I want to see more something. Um, I think like one of you guys pointed out, it just looks like they're staring at each other, 
and that's not a very interesting photo to me, regardless of how well or lit it is, depending on your style of lighting and what you like in terms of lighting and that kind of thing. So the biggest thing is I just want more expression, more emotion um, in general. Um, there's the cleanup stuff you guys talked about um, as far as like the, the editing that they used, um, the cloning. Um, but then the other thing is, is I just... I over the I don't stylistically um and this is just a personal thing for me now. Um I actually I do like I like the center composition. I mean if you're going to do this do it that way that's cool. But I don't um I I just want to see more emotion if it's going to be lit in a dramatic kind of way. I want something more out of it, not just people standing there. And I guess that's yeah. my my biggest uh my biggest critique on it. If we're going to do drama and it's going to be like that, like I need something rather than people just standing there in order to be, to be moved by it. And I'm not really moved by it. It looks kind of technically interesting, yeah, I agree. but, but I don't, I don't, you know, and the veil. So the brightest things in the, in the image are these two lights in the back. One of them, <laughs> one of them's cloned and, uh, and the, in this veil, right? So it's all about the veil. The veil is the brightest thing. So I, uh, you know, if I want to see, if I want a silhouette, I, w- I wish that the silhouette was a little bit brighter, or bring the veil down. And there's ways to do that. It gets even more technical, right? But uh, it's not a very interesting image to me, just because I've kind of seen this kind of look before. And I, it's, just, but this is more of a personal thing for me now. I'm kind of, I've been growing to like just want to see more connection and more emotion. And um, it's interesting technically, but I think it's just interesting technically, and not not much more than that because there's no expression or something going on that draws me in. Um, but that's kind of my personal, um, take on it. And, and again, that's just, you know, me personally. So, so that doesn't mean that some people are into different looks and, and, and things. And I, I am, I'm, I'm not into, into that technical kind of stuff anymore for the most part, I guess, if, if that makes sense at all. Does that make sense? Am I, am I okay to say that? Is that, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's going for impact and it got it. Um, Mm -hmm disregarding the clone issues um but there's there's a lack of emotion there it looks like they're just a little like they're placed and they're it's a technically it looks good nothing's overlapping with their heads or anything but um it's lacking some kind of it's lack it's lacking like a laugh or a or Hmm. something that will draw you in to tell a story but i want i want to take just one more step back and say i do like in this style i like that it's center composition i like the i like the backlighting you know there's you know, I just I just want something more out of it, even regardless of if I like like it stylistically or not. I just want something more out of it to to be able to to get behind it a little bit more. Um, OK, uh, anything else on this one or do we want to go to the next image? No, we can go. We can move on. OK. Yep. Um, all right. So then in that okay. case, who's starting? Am I starting? I think uh, I started that one. Yeah, I started that one. OK. So I'm up next. So Jim, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the very bright couple in the forest. Um, it, there's, unfortunately, uh, in my opinion, there's more. Uh, it's more wrong than than good. Nice bright image. Uh, I think it's lacking some some black levels. Yeah. Technically on the side. Yep. Uh, I would also have just moved over just a step to my right at shooting this so that tree isn't right behind him like that and then they would have been in between two trees but over but more importantly which is superseding everything right now you click on it and zoom in it looks like the focus is on the trees and not them yeah and for that reason alone 
there's, there's really not much more to talk about. It's like you gotta make sure your your focus is on the couple, unless you're trying to make unless there's a dog in the background taking a poop or something. The, I'm, I'm just know, I'm uh, not gonna mention now, but as you guys are talking, this is like a really good technical like time conversation that we could have about using sun and shooting into the sun and how to yeah. shoot in the sun and different techniques when we're shooting into the sun in order to to um you know. It's nice. The sun is in a good placement with them. It's not directly above them. The flares is a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're shooting mirrorless, you can kind of see that as it's going. Or if you nice. just had the Leica, it would have came out like a dream. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you would have um, had the five thousand five grand piece of jewelry, you know, you could have taken yeah, this photo yeah, to right? the next level. You know, but unfortunately, you didn't uh, have the red dot in your camera, and you were shooting well, with something no else. No, I'm just sorry. sorry. Go to go ahead. <laughs> Uh, no, but then the pose wise, I think that the stagnant arm going straight down with her is a little uh, is bland. It's it's there's no there's no real diagonal lines to, except for his one arm to her head. But that that hand on her neck is, is a little choky mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah. Um, I think nice idea. Good. Like I said, good placement as far as them with the sun. because We know that's not easy. And if you want to go for a bright look, cool uh, for competition. No, I think it's going to be a little too bright. Uh, there's too much highlights going on here. And again, Overall, make sure your focus is on that subject. And if it's not, I don't know. It, this is this is that questionable image that do I even show this to the couple? I might have deleted this just because of that reason. They want to make a big print of this, and all of a sudden they realize they're not in focus. That's really not good. Better not even show it to them in the first place. You yeah, know, the, le- yeah the leaves this, behind them are more in focus, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they didn't just take one photo here and moved on, and there's other photos. And yeah. maybe upon looking at this, this this photographer didn't even realize. Uh, oh yeah, ooh, wow! It is out of focus. You're right. I, that's what it looks like to me. I mean, you guys. No, it it so it is. Yeah, it, it's it's it is. the the tree is in focus more than the couple is, and so this is more of a technical thing. And this is you know depending on where where people are when they're starting out, and it, it's it's something that you know you can make the decision right that that while it's such a good image and the light is in such a good place, and I love the look of it. Um, and sometimes when we're there, we become more attached to something than it really is um, when somebody else is looking at it and critiquing the image on a technical level. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the the tree is more in focus than the couple and that, that as a professional photographer, uh, we need to make sure that if our subject is the couple, which it is in this case, that, that they are the thing that is in focus. Um, so and then yeah, Jim. The first thing that you said on this one, I totally agree with, is just that it's a that some you can go for a washed out look, but it has to. Um, uh, it's it it kind of it's kind of like the sun is over, is uh, is completely blown out, right? So so we're not really. Um, we need more blacks in this, in my opinion. I think yeah. regardless of what style you're going for, I think that it's just a little too too. Um, washed out. Um, yeah. Um, well, the sun's always going to be washed out, you know. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I kind of hesitated saying that when I said it. But but the thing is, is that so I wouldn't mind um, if you like talking about just a little bit like when we're in these situations that we want that blown out sun in the background and 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 all that. Like, the here's what we can do. Um, it's tough. First of all, it's tough to get that look because you're fighting the sun. And it's harder to lock focus on your subject because you got all that light coming into the camera. So you have to be super careful about locking focus. It's not easy. 
So I, I want to just be clear about that. Like whoever the photographer was, if you're listening to this right now, it's not it's not easy at all to shoot into the sun, and and you have to shoot a lot, and you have to be super careful about how you're shooting and where your focus is, and it's very easy to not lock a couple in focus when you're shooting into the sun like that. But some things you can do are to play play around with moving to the left and to the right when you're working when you're trying to get sun flare. Um, because sometimes a, a, the, the smallest little step to the left or the smallest little step to the right can totally change the look of an of an image and help it make be easier for the camera to to lock focus and and get get the look that you might be trying to go for with um, with the flare. Now the only thing that's unfortunate if I was shooting in this situation and I saw this happening and this was and this was the image that came out of the back of my camera i i would normally say i would try and maybe put the sun a little bit more to the left of the frame on that third and leave them to the right but the problem with that is is then you're gonna have that stupid tree the big tree right behind them and then that's gonna be a problem so i would actually probably just like move further down into the forest so that the background was a little bit more cleaner without the big tree there and then just have like the the nature be a little bit more even you know like with the with the trees up top and then um and then just kind of uh you know, fo- try try and shoot a little bit and and work on, uh, um, you know, getting getting them in focus and and having um, the connection there. So yes, yeah, so the straight arm thing too. Relax the arms a little bit. I personally, if I was shooting this, I always like I said before, um, I would I want to see more expression out of the girl. So I typically put her on the other side. Sorry, <laughs> you know, I want I want to see more expression. So when the hair is like that, I usually kind of swap things around. Hmm. Um and um and. Uh, but that's that's those are my thoughts on this image. Uh, Neil, anything else from what we said? Or uh, you, you know, I'm not going to beat a, a dead horse here, but uh, you know, I agree with all the technical issues that you guys had said. If this is the only, you know, if if this was the only shot that you took, that's that you that you have to use, I would just clean it up a little bit. Um, it, it, I see some man-made objects in the background uh, by the tree. It looks like a propane tank or, or something right by his butt. Um, and there, there's an, there's something else back there too. Um, I, I would just kind of get rid of those little objects back there. Um, cause it just kind of lo- loses me in the whole natural woods, uh, forest kind of feel to it and to see man-made objects, just, just get rid of it. Um, uh, you know, I, I had a very similar pose, um, that I, that I submitted for a competition a couple years ago. And it was one of my favorite images of the year and when i submitted the image they they tore it apart and it was it was a pose just like this and it lost so many points just because of the pose um and i'm not going to really go into depth of how they tore my image apart but what what i'm going to say is um it, it just feels like he's more into her than she is into him um because it, it looks like he's well, when you have him with with the with the hands by the neck and him approaching her, if if there's not only there's a disconnect there because her her, her arm is straight down, um, but it feels like he's like forcing himself on her and she's just kind of um, s- submitting herself to him, uh, which is not a very good thing. It's not, um, it's not so, very politically correct in today's world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, it, it does have that whole, um, you know, that, that nice vibe to it with the bright and airy, um, what do they say? Like a hipster kind of, kind of vibe to it. It does have that nice vibe to it. Um, I like the coloring of the image. Um, but yeah, other than that's, that's about it. Okay. Um, we'll go on to, uh, the next image and I think I'm starting with this one. Um, so this is, uh, by the, uh, the same photographer 
And this is a very nice image. This I like this image a lot. <laughs> um, this is uh, very very nice. Um, focus is is nailed. Um, and uh, we've got uh, the black and white uh, uh, shot with the bride getting ready and her grooms or, and her ladies around her, kind of helping helping with the dress. And I I think um, center composition is very nice. I think this image kind of tells a story. Um, I like the the toning in it um there is nothing that you can do about this unless you want to take things to the next level in editing but the only thing that i really dislike about the image is the is the the you can see the grates in the floor along the wall but that's kind of just the way that it was and if you're shooting this you can that has to be that way um unless you do something in post but if i was if i was there shooting this i would probably take this same shot and probably shoot it exactly the way you did because if you, I'm sure if you shot a horizontal, you'd have a bunch of stuff you don't want. Um, I, it's a nice image. It's a clean image. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I think the ladies are are placed perfectly. Like as far as as far as where they are, and I think you captured a nice moment at a nice time, right place, right time. And uh, I think it's a nice, it's a beautiful image. I don't really have and I usually have a lot of things to say about images, but I don't, I don't really have much more to say about this one. I think it's just, it's a nice clean image and it's kind of a, a, a shot well done. Um, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, Andy, and more, one more thing, Andy, I think it doesn't look, if it is set up like, okay, like, okay, blonde, you sit there. Okay. Brunette, you go down low. Other girl over there. Then it doesn't look like it. It looks like she was really just getting dressed there, which is fine. Again, photographers, you can totally place the bride, wherever you want during this moment mm-hmm. when the final touches are being done. Don't let them sit by the closet where there's no light in the corner. Be like, just step up, say something. Be like, okay, girls, can we just move this whole operation to the window? They're not going to say no. Of course they're going to say yes. So kudos for that because um, chances are she wasn't just standing dead center like this. But it, it looks great. It looks very natural. It looks like a, a nice moment that was, that's really happening, which is, which is nice. Sometimes you can see something and you're like, it's so obvious that the photographer is trying to make a, a natural candid moment and it's just too or it's too placed with the mirror and the reflection and then the girls and then the laughing and the reaction it's like okay that that happens sometimes but this doesn't look like that so it's nice i like it Neil? Uh, i i have to disagree with you guys um okay. this this, this <laughs> does you know this does look forced to me don't get me wrong this is an absolutely beautiful image um i'm sure the bride absolutely loves it i do this quite often myself um Okay, now you guys, take, just look at this image and just take the, the bridesmaids out of this image. Leave the bride in there. Okay, now, um, now with that being said, it, does that not look like a forced posed image if you take the bridesmaids out? Now, it looks like what the photographer did was pose the bride beautifully in this frame, uh, pose, now, and then added the uh, and then said, "Okay, girls, go in there, all hands on the dress, help her out with the dress." That's what it looks like to me of what happened, which could have possibly happened. If it if it didn't, then I apologize. But the reason why I'm saying it looks forced is because of her left arm. That is a 90 degree left arm that that says it, when when you have a, a bride pose with that left arm like that that says, "I am diva now, help me with my dress." It just looks a little bit too much attitude. Um, when, when her bridesmaids are, are helping her out, um, I, I, I would have just had her just 
bring that arm down just a little bit so you didn't have that 90 degree. Um, and then it would have looked like a beautiful, natural girl's helping her out. I, I think that's what it does for me is that left arm being 90 degrees for me like that. It just looks a little bit too posed. But uh, that, that's just my two cents. I'd say we're saying I, I see what you're saying, um, but looking at just the direction of all their arms that's all pointing in, her left arm pointing down just kind of is a nice element. Um, uh, I think part of this was set up, and I think is, is exactly what you just said. Girls go in there, help her with a dress, and then shoot away, you know, and then uh, uh, it happened. But I, I, I don't know, Neil. I, I think that arm is, is, is adding a nice angle. Well, I mean, hardly any of the other girls' arms are 90 degree locked like that. You know, sure. it's, um, I, I would have just had that arm, that hand just move down just a little bit. Um, and I, I think that would have taken this whole, this image like to a whole new level. It really would. Yeah. yeah. If, if anything, I think what you, what you're just, what you just said, Neil, at least led me to believe that this probably or possibly was posed just because of that arm. Because most, most women do not just naturally, because they want to on a regular basis, just throw their hand on their hip like that. That was probably a direction from the photographer. Um, mm-hmm. but it, we could be wrong about that. So. Um, yeah. and, to, and, and, and to the maker, uh, don't hate me for, for picking this out. I'm, I'm very critical on this image because it is such a great image. Um, and I wouldn't be helping you. I, I wouldn't try to help you out if I would just said, oh, great job and, and be done with it. Um, that's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm just trying to give you a little bit, something to think about. Which again is yeah, and, uh, one, one yeah. more last, mm-hmm. one more last comment if I may, if I may, um, if there's a little more room in the frame, uh, I would a sense of place would be a little nicer if you can. If, if there's more room in the frame, that sh- that girl on the bottom right is kind of pushing that edge a little too much. Uh, that's just the only thing. You know, barring, of course, something in the, in the frame that you wanted to crop out. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we're going to go on to uh, the next image, which is image number eight. Um, and who... St- I started the last one, so who's next? I think Neil. Ooh, I'm Neil. Oh, that's that is that is me. This looks like Jimmy here. <laughs> Jimmy, how'd you make it into this photo? I don't know. I don't even own a blue suit like that. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, this is a this is a a nice image. A great um, great location. Um, I, I really like this location. Um, you know, just it's it's just got that nice nice feel to it. Um, you know, and, and it always makes you wonder like what was going on like. Do they have to stop traffic, or is this a pedestrian bridge? Is um, makes me wonder like a little bit more about this location. I, I really like, like it. Um, uh, I'm not a fan of the the pose. Um, it's just a dip. Um, I'm not a fan of dips, but that's just my personal preference. But um, a nice spinach dip. <laughs> what was that? Even a nice spinach dip. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Never thanks, mind. thanks, Jim. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> thanks. I was, I was dialed in here. I was, um, but uh, but with, with the framing, I, I really wish that they were framed a little bit more um, to the right, a little bit, so that that white uh, post wasn't coming out of their coming out of her forehead. Um, other than that, you know, it's it's got a good vibe to it. Um, you know, good good job of placing her on that that flat crate so her her heel didn't get stuck in, in into the road. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's got a cool vibe to it. Um, yeah, I I agree with everything you said too. The, again, the, what I said before about being center, the photographer is definitely center. 
definitely said, I got to be right here and then place them maybe an inch or two to the right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But that, that's nitpicking. <clears throat> yep. If you're going to do but center, everything do center. you said is, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with, you know, everything that you guys had just said. I would, um, uh, back off a little bit from this image, maybe show a little bit more of the, of the bridge, I think, and center them. And, and here's the thing with the poses or the dip. Um, it's, 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 it's a, such a classic traditional thing to like do a dip for wedding photographers. Um, in my opinion, um, if you're going to do it, uh, it's, there's something, if you're going to, there's different ways to do this too. Um, especially what I don't, like about this if you're going to do that dip is her right leg with her right leg like sticking out like that um does not seem uh very natural to me even within the context of a posed dip you know um so even if you're going to do this posed dip at least let her maybe right leg fall a little bit i i even say that thing that i mentioned before um lean into the camera a little bit I, i um i say that too on on this kind of a shot because um, very often I'll have couples that like everybody, you know, a groom wants to do a dip. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here's a dip and now I'm shooting it. And, um, and you know, I never asked for it, never wanted it to happen, but there's the dip. You know, and how many times have you seen that happen where the groom's like, oh, yeah, let's do a dip. And then they do a dip. And then you see the, her neck, like the back of her neck is yeah. like in the shot. Oh. So then you have to clean it up and actually take the dip shot, you know. And yeah. um, But if I do do it because the client wants me to, right? Um, then have it be a little bit more relaxed, um, especially with her right leg there. And um, I, I, this is not this is not so bad um, that I would say lean in. I actually I think they're they're at a good level. But then maybe this is just for other people that are listening. And if you do ever have that situation, and you you see like more of like this lean over and underneath her neck, have them lean into the camera a little bit. But but her right leg is my main my main issue um, with this with the dip shot in particular. If we're going to do the classic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a little bright overall you know it's overall the image could come down at least a half stop if not more mm-hmm. just to just to be more pleasing to the eye that's not so bright it just looks very very bright mm-hmm. to me uh we could uh jimmy got time for another one or two or do we i got to... time for another why don't we go to 10 and then if okay. my client walks in then i'll tap out but otherwise um we'll go to 10 and then call it okay Great. Let's uh, we'll go another couple images then here then. So, um, this is I think I'm pretty darn sure this is a new photographer. We're going to image number nine, and who is this? This is me. Went last. I went last one. No, this is I'm Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. This is yeah, you. Okay. Jimmy. You're up. Um, I, I I this is now what we talked about before as far as uh, a moment. There's a nice natural laugh between this couple. Good choice of lens. Um. Nice choice of aperture to throw the background and the foreground out of focus. Uh, I like the composition. I like pushing boundaries with rule of thirds and all that. Um, some people might say, uh, some other judges might be like, well, let's get rid of all that stuff on the right and make it a long, skinny image. And I'm thinking, no, because then it, that's part of it. You know, I would think, I think my helpless image, if you get rid of um, crop right behind, crop right below their hands and get rid of all that. And make and put the center attention, which is their hands, and of course their faces, more towards the bottom third of the frame rather than the top middle of the frame. So if it, if all that gets down and it's almost a square image, I'm I'm just cropping it right now with my hands. It tends to, I I think be a more pleasing composition. Again, you you don't have to keep the the you know you know whatever the five by seven format in your in your camera. You can do whatever you want. 
Um, but this is this is nice. This is this is well exposed. It's a little hot on her dress, but other than that, it's good. Again, you know, you it's not too uh, posy posy because they're they're laughing at each other, and then you decided to enter this one in and put it in. I I I, I like it. That's lots of crunching going on. Oh yeah, I'm, um, I'm you know no, I'm just getting uh, a piece of paper out to, okay. to, to work on my cropping. Okay. Um, imagining what it would look like <laughs> in a different crop. So sorry about that. And then uh, <laughs> uh, another technical thing: there's a car in the background. That's easy to take out. That's the only thing that's distracting there. No phones in pockets. Um, sometimes I like not seeing the jacket on men because it balances out the white on his. If he's wearing a white shirt, balances mm-hmm. out the white dress with the white shirt, and it's a nice contrast back and forth. Um, that's just a per- that's just a personal thing, but uh, I think if you crop that right right below their hands, you got a nice nice a, a better image, I think, because yeah. below yeah. that it's not 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 much is happening. If yeah. I, if I was shooting this, um, I actually well, first of all, what I don't like about this is uh, the car behind his butt. I don't yeah. I don't like the 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 sidewalk at all. I personally don't want to see the sidewalk. Um, and I guess, but it's a clean image and the expression is great. There's a lot of things to like about this image. If I was shooting this, I would actually shoot this horizontal, to be honest. I would back off, zoom in, and shoot it horizontal and then have them open up their bodies a little bit more. Um, especially his body, I think. Um, and then it's it's a little tough when you have a taller groom to show uh, to show a close connection because then it looks like he's like hunched over and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I actually kind of... Would maybe even leave him about where he is. I kind of understand why that's happening, but um, I, I don't. I don't like the. I don't necessarily like a side profile um, of of the of the groom. Like I would. I just want to see a little bit of his right shoulder. Not not much. Just a little bit. But I would actually shoot this horizontal back off and zoom in, and then have the parts that I do like about the photo. I love. I love the moss and the the blurred and the leading in yeah. leading into them. I love the background. I love the tree in the background. I love their expression, so I would keep all of those things, but uh, just kind of change that, change the, the look of it there. Uh, Good plan. Neil, what? Uh, you, I, I really can't add too much more. The only thing else I would add to this is um, stand up a little bit taller when, when you're shooting because it makes the groom look so much bigger. Uh, you're almost kind of like shooting up his nose kind of thing, so I would I would stand up um, just a little bit taller um, and shoot horizontally and get rid of that car and i don't want to see that uh that sidewalk either so um but that's all i would do okay um we're gonna go to our last image for this um episode i think you know this might be we might have a three-parter here if we're going ten per episode (laughs) um so either way we're going to image number 10 and i think this is the last one or no this is the second one by this photographer so this is this is the second image by this photographer this photographer here Mm-hmm. Um, your turn. Take it away. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to say what we've said a few times on here. If we're going to do center composition, go center composition. Um. This is something. Um, first of all, the look itself is nice. You know, the exposure is nice. That the in general. Uh. But uh, if it's going to be center, do center. Um. Things that I um like about this image are the exposure is nice. Their their look is nice. Um, but and I don't necessarily. I'm not always about flying veils unless the flying veils are going to be really dramatic and really meaningful and really purposeful. And this one, maybe the wind took it naturally. I hope that's the case. I hope you didn't have a second shooter pulling it off to the side. I used to do that, but not on that kind of veil. That's not the right kind of veil to do that with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so the things that I don't like about it, it's kind of the same thing that I, we were talking about with the other image. 
I don't. The, I like them. I like their expression. I love the background. The pillars are amazing. The 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 building itself is amazing. All that stuff's good. I don't want to see the sidewalk. That's just me. Um, I don't I don't think the uh, the anything below their waist in this image I would rather just not see. Uh, um, and so I would really zoom in um, uh, to this and show the things that I do want to see. I, do, I also don't like the bat like the black banister. That's not an element. I always view things at a photo when I'm shooting it as it either adds something or takes away. Add something takes away. I feel like there's very little middle ground, and uh, and so for so for me, I would zoom in, get tighter, and again, I'm all about opening their bodies up a little bit, especially the guy. The girl's fine. I would op- I would open the guy's body up a little bit more, um, and kind of go from there. Um, good point. Yeah, good point on the uh, the cropping. I just did that now, and it does look better that way. Oh, okay. I was I wasn't sure. I was kind of yeah. trying to wrap things up there because I thought you were telling me my time was up or your time was up. Um, oh, no, okay. So I was trying to get through that, but but Neil, what do you think? No, I agree. Um, yeah, everything below their hips, uh, you know, just kind of loses me. Um, wonderful location. Gosh, this is beautiful. I want to know where this is. Um, I mean, look at those pillars in the background, uh, the flags hanging up there. I want to see more of that. I want to, yeah, like I just want to see more of this location. Um, great job with the veil. Even if the, even if you did have an assistant do it. Um, yes, I agree hundred percent with Andy. This isn't the veil to do it with, but you know, not every bride is going to have a long cathedral, and this, and I'm sure the this made the bride very happy. You can tell by her expression that she's very happy with what what's going on on, on the day of her wedding. Uh, their her expression is 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 everything. I wish I could see a little bit more of his. Looks like he's just kind of like there for the day. Um, uh, the the uh, the purple line uh, right between them. Um, I wish that wasn't there. Uh, you could probably um, select that color and just drop drop the um, the saturation, and that would just just get rid of that. Um, there's the uh, that that highlight in the window on the right. That my eyes go into that every single time. Um, please, please get rid of that. Um, that, that. And that's an easy clone job that that you can do. Um, other than that, a great job, all done. Uh, like I said, I want to see more more of this location. Agreed. Um, I had to tap out for a split second there, Neil, so I might have missed a few things you said. But uh, I agree with Andy on the uh, cropping on the bottom, of course, on this one. A little bright overall. And uh, the veil thing, when you know, when you, the, someone takes it and fluffs it and then you take the photo, I don't know. That might be that thing that we look back on years from now when, oh, look, my bouquet's in color and everything else is in black and white. <laughs> Only because it is so obvious that's the first thing i'm seeing is that veil mm-hmm. that's there's no wind there's, her hair isn't blowing nothing else is happening here yeah um when wind takes a veil naturally it's a great thing mm-hmm. and sometimes you know natalie and i will take a veil and we'll hold it and we'll do that but we're kind of shooting through it and we're kind of shooting away from it and we're just kind of making like a curve it doesn't it look natural like yeah i don't i think once i could recall that happening with the veil because the videographer was doing it and he kept doing it and i'm like oh my god you got to stop it's <laughs> too much now and uh i just i find it's just a little out of place. It's it's like at first like oh that's cool, but then you think about it you're like wait a minute, why is the veil blowing and nothing else is? So maybe there's another photo where the veil is not doing that, and that might be the one you enter because it's not that big of a veil to to do that to do mm-hmm. that trick, you know. Yeah. Everything else you guys said is right is is I agree with upon yeah definitely. Gentlemen. Yep. Yes. Very nice job. Uh, I think this probably was maybe round one of three uh, for the critique episodes. Why not? Um, I, it's nice to be able to take time for for each image and kind of talk I agree, through yeah. them. It is. Um, yeah. 
listeners, hopefully you found this uh, very helpful. Um, I think it's probably one of the one of the things that can push us to grow as 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 much as we can is um, getting feedback on our own work and and um, you know taking everything with with a grain of salt, realizing that a lot of things are opinions, but. Uh, the more that you can kind of ask yourself how can you know how these things can be applied or um, whether you agree or disagree, um, you can kind of uh, learn something from it. That's how we all grow. So um, uh, that said, listeners, if you find this helpful, please do remember uh, subscribe in iTunes, leave a review in iTunes, and uh, and uh, other than that, thank you for listening in. Uh, we'll, and thank we'll, you for submitting submitting yes, pictures, guys. Thank, thank you. Know, put it putting yourselves out there, putting your work out there. It, it takes a lot to do that, so job well done. It does, um, uh, yes. Yeah. Yep, a- absolutely. And I, man, for me, I, I feel like um, I want to I want to submit my photos and get them critiqued for free. What, is there a <laughs> podcast out there that I can do that? I want to do that um, because because yeah, really. uh, I want to get some feedback <laughs> on my images. I want to grow, you know. So uh, well, you can you can enter them, and Neil and I can judge it. We, I could do one. And you guys, we could do that. Three of us the only thing is, one. we know each other too well. I don't know. I, you know, it's like, uh, but I, I, you know, if if I were to do that, yeah, I'm all for that. Actually, I just, I just want, I just can't be uh, tuned in with you guys. I, right. I'm going to have to listen to to it in the future. You know, right. I, I would, I would just like, but. I did it that way, but yes. look at that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to fight back with you guys. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm all. I'm all for doing that. That'd be kind of fun. That's right. If anybody I knows know, a podcast that I can that we can submit our work to, please let us know, and uh, we'll submit it. Or if anybody wants to review our work, you know what I mean. Like, just let us know. We'll do that. I want to get feedback. Okay. Yeah. Don't you Don't you hate when you're there in a in a competition and then the judges will say. Well, it looks like that that thing in the background was cloned, or she was cut and paste, and you just want to scream, "No, she's not cut and paste. She really is there." Don't even <laughs> attempt to make that bring it down a, a few points because that's not what's happening. But you can't, yeah. of course, you can't say anything. Yeah, it's it's funny because I think uh, Andy was there with me uh, the one time at WPPI, and one of my images was getting critiqued. What, were you? Were, yeah, is that right? Oh yeah. yeah, you were with me, and and they they were kind of tearing apart. Um, they they scored it below an eighty, um, but. Uh, another judge um, fought for it to get above an 80 and they sc- ended up scoring like an 81 or 82. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, the, it was, it was one of those moments where, you know, we we're just kind of looking at each other. Uh, we, you could see like steam coming out. Of both <laughs> <our ears. laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fun. All right, guys. Right, so it looks like this will be continued. Okay. Yes. To be yes, continued. No. Uh, Jimmy, where can people find you? Uh, James Ferrara.com F E R R A R A or J Ferrara photo with the at in front of it for Instagram and Facebook. And Neil? Uh, NeilUrban.com, N-E-A-L-U-R-B-A-N. And my name is uh, Andy Buscemi. Last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. Actually, I'm going to say go to my website because by the time you hear this, uh, maybe probably by the time you hear this, I'm going to have my 2017 year in review up in a reasonable amount of time. And uh, you can go to my, go check that out. Uh, that would, I appreciate that. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.